the strategy of slander is very effective. That's what the devil's name means. Man, what is it with these celebrities, Bill, like adopting these kids and making some sort of like fashion status statement, like treating their kids like some sort of chihuahua that they carry around in their purse with some bling on it or something like that? Dang it, I'm Alfonso Rachel, my buddy Bill Whittle. This is the Virtue Signal. Come on, Bill, let's talk about these perverts, man. This is the kind of stuff that affects our politics. And we need to, we need to, we got things to clear up. Okay, so this, uh, this is not new, but it's just another wave of this stuff coming through. Uh, Charlize Theron and, 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 and women like, uh, Sandra Bullock or Madonna, I think it was Charlize Theron was, 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 was blowing the most huff and puff about it, saying that I will F anybody up. She gonna F some people up, man, if they, I guess if they disrespect trans or anything like that. And, and, and drag and trans is nothing to be afraid of. And it's like, really? So then why are you trying to use fear? <laughs> We're supposed to be afraid of you coming to F us up if trans is nothing to be afraid of, but that's the method that you're going to use uh, to do this stuff. And, um, you know, man, there's there's a lot of levels of problems with this that that we want to unpack here, Bill. But what so far, what, what are you seeing about this, man, that we need to be con, you know concerned with? Well, the very first thing that strikes me is I know you it's scared. not a very, very not a very like lady thing to not a very ladylike thing to say. Mm. Um, you know, this is the 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 um, not just the vulgarization of women, but the um, the the, um, the militancy of them. You know, mm. the, uh, the the this sort of aggressiveness of them, which um, is unfortunate for them because I think if uh, Charlize Theron ever decided to, you know actually act out on her threat, she'd probably find that it's actually tougher to F up a, a 250-pound man than it is um, in a movie studio when you're being suspended by wires, you know, and, and you've got stunt men who will do the kick backwards. I think she might find it might be a little, you know, a little tougher than what she probably is used to, and certainly tougher than what she and everyone else has been selling all these young girls in America that they can just whip guys anytime they want to, and that all you have to do is just punch them in the face and they go down. This, there's a reason why people like uh, us are against this kind of thing in movies. Uh, uh, they tend to think, oh, what's the matter? Are you, are you insecure? It's like, no, I'm not insecure. I just don't want to see women getting killed uh, because they think they can beat men up. Uh, so I think it's a bad idea. Um, but really, you know, the, the whole the thing about virtue signaling is it is – it is. Uh, I, I've always found it to be a fundamental form of, of insecurity and at the same time of ego. Like these are how she gets her bona fides now. So it's look, anytime any celebrity is involved with anything, with very few exceptions, and most of them conservative uh, people, celebrityhood is about keeping your name in the paper and about and about keeping your uh, your social street cred as high as possible. So if everybody's saying, no, we need to protect trans rights, then if somebody come out and says, no, we need to really aggressively protect trans rights, well, they may stand out. But if you say, no, we need to F up anybody who um, who doesn't toe the line on this. So she got a little bit of time in the newspapers and um, they sure he's ter Theron's uh, career is starting to reach that stage where the, the roles are starting to dry up just a little bit for her. And that's a shame because she's a terrific actress. I wish she'd just kind of keep her opinion to herself. I don't I don't wish she didn't have an opinion. It's her business, but you know, there you go. So 
I also saw something where there was this trans guy basically making the same thing. And he was, he was basically a, a, a male, uh, who was convinced he was a woman saying that, um, if you try to stop me from going into a woman's restroom, that'll be the biggest mistake you ever make. You know, that'll be the last thing you ever do wrong, you know, and, and this is a call to arms and a, and a call to violent, uh, you know, you need to be careful about terms like that because unlike, um, the people that, that you hang out with, uh, there are people out there who are serious and, um, and they don't, cotton to direct personal threats like that. So look, all of this comes down to what I basically consider to be people. It's good for society for people to get punched in the nose every now and then, you know, if they cross the line and I can, you can say that rhetorically or physically, there are things people say to me online that I don't do anything about because there's nothing I can do about it. But if somebody were to say some of those things to my face, or certainly if they were to say them about my wife in my presence, and somebody's going to the hospital, I'm not saying it's going to be them, but somebody's going. Um, and we live in a world now where any number of threats or 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 or, or you know, statements, braggadocio, you know, chest thumping, intimidation, but some cases actual physical threats. Um, we live in a world where those things can got, be gotten away with impunity. I remember after Andrew Breitbart died in uh, 2012, which is, my God, low these 11 years, I said that I thought Twitter had killed him because he spent so much time on Twitter. And uh, some guy who was on our team, a minor player somewhere, said, if I see Bill Woodall, I'm going to kill him. That was, a, that was a, a tweet that he put out. So I got this guy's phone number and, and I called him right up. You know, I said, hey, I just saw your tweet. Uh, if you're serious about this, you let me know where you want to meet. You better come armed. Uh, so I need to know whether whether to take you seriously or whether you're going to track the statement because I don't like having my life threatened in public and I'm not going to stand for it. And if you think I'm just going to sit around waiting to see if you're serious, you're wrong. And well, I don't know, you know, it just starts backing. But I said, I want a yes or no answer. I want a retraction, yes or no. And if the answer is no, then prepare yourself. Now, that may sound like tough talk to people, but I wasn't posturing. I just was not going to live under a... a, a you know, a, a generalized threat. He didn't say conservatives. He, he mentioned me by name. I didn't like it at all. And, and so once I did that, he backed down and basically came to realize that you don't get to threaten everybody with impunity. And this kind of thing is, is going on far too long. And it's endemic, especially among uh, millennials and more, even more than among more, even more among Gen Zers, because these people have never been told no. They've never been confronted in a way that they actually had to walk away. Every time they've had a confrontation, they just scream and stamp their feet and they get what they want. And I'll bet you the same thing is true for movie stars, too. I bet if you look like Charlize Theron all your life, you pretty much get everything you want. And the idea that you would make a fit and not get what you want, I think, is a territory that she's never been in before. Indeed, man. And, you know, it's good. Like with that guy, it doesn't sound like you underestimate it. Say, look, I'm gonna call you up. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll take you about as seriously as you take yourself, you know, and, and we'll see if we can resolve this rather than just being dismissive about it. I mean, there are certain things that you can't be consumed by and you can't let, you know, be, you know, over worried about it. But, you know, it's like okay, somebody makes a threat. It's something to consider. And, you know, these people, you know, my instinct tells me, you know, when they when they try to make threats like this, I'm like, look, man, not only do you imagine that you're the opposite sex, you're trying to imagine that you're dangerous. All right. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and but the thing is now, that's my first instinct. But I'm like, you know, the thing is, a lot of cultures have collapsed because these people, they do become dangerous. 
they're not they're not all there. And sometimes when people, you know, they they have these, you know, discrepancies in in uh uh in their mind, they can mm-hmm. become pretty dangerous people, you know. And like I said, I've wor- I've I've read the word of God and Sodom and Gomorrah, they weren't just some like, you know, uh, uh wristed people like tossing, you know, they're having orgies and stuff like that. They became very dangerous. The surrounding nations, even they was heathens too. And and they were like they started calling out to God, say, God, can you do something about these perverts? Because they have gone, they've gone off the deep end. So it's not something that we under want to underestimate. We may think that, you know, hey, maybe the police will have our back and the, the military, the military is starting to become pride oriented. The police, same thing. Mm-hmm. You, you, and, and I mean, the history of the world over, who do they use to take over their subjects? The military and the police. You know, if this kind of infection, you know, as the word of God says, it only takes a little bit of yeast to spread through the whole batch of dough. So it's not, sorry. Oh, no, 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 please. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and it's not just, it's not, take the military, for example. It's not just the presence of actively woke people. We've seen a couple of these TikToks where it turns out usually they're women uh, officers and, you know, we're saying, you know, if you don't pull over, then we're going to shoot you. You better get used to it. And we're here to present, you know, this kind of fascist kind of. You know, this kind of thing. But I'm not so much worried about them as I'm worried about the fact that if the military consists of these doughy uh, men who can't do a pull up, not one, you know, who can't run two blocks without being winded, um, those people may not be actively against the country. They may not be actively trying to overthrow the country. They may, in fact, be patriots who want to serve their country. But if they're in such poor physical condition that that the army becomes essentially a fat farm and, and a weight loss clinic. Then you have to ask yourself if you have that little discipline over um, your eating habits, what other forms of discipline are you lacking? Um, and when I see fat people on the deck of an aircraft carrier, that scares me much worse than the sight of a Chinese aircraft carrier. That really does. That 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 is alarming to me. And um, I was just watching an episode of Star Trek just a, a little while ago, the original series, and everybody in that show, everybody on screen look like fitness gurus. There's not a person there that's not slim, you know, and these aren't workout. These aren't, these people weren't like working out 200 times a day. You look at pictures of people on the beach from 40 years ago, 30 years ago. It's like, where did they get these supermodels? It's like, no. So, so I don't mean to get off the topic so much as to say that part of the reason we should be worried about this is not just because of, of what the, of what the wolves are saying, we also ought to be a little bit concerned about the uh, physical condition of the new sheepdogs that we're bringing into the ranks. That should that should concern us a bit. Indeed, man. And, you know, I think um, one person who is an intimidator, but I think uh, uh, make was it Megan Kelly uh, mm-hmm. uh, even even uh, took uh, Charlie's up on up on her uh, her challenge. Did and she? Yes. Yeah, yeah, she did. It's like, I, I, I like I, her better and she, better. Yeah. She's like, come and come and F me up, you know, and it's like, it's, I mean, According to these liberal narratives, you know, it's, I guess it'd be okay if a man wanted to identify as a woman, just walk up to Charlie Stern and slap the chitlins out of her. I guess that would be okay. But you know, the th- but here's the thing, man. You know, Charlene, Madonna, you know, these other people, man. See, this, this, this is you want to talk about Democrat true colors. Like I said, they they go. In terms of virtue signaling and acting like they're all good people and stuff like that, you know, I'm going to show how good of a person I am by going to adopt a black kid. Nothing says good person by going and adopting one of those poor little black children, you know, because they can't get anywhere without us white people. The real white supremacists, mind you. Right. Mm -hmm. They're not going to get anywhere without us. And this little black kid 
is going to still, is slavery is still alive and well. Hey, little boy, whom I'm going to call my daughter, you are going to be a slave to my image. I'm going to use you and I'm going to shape you. I'm basically going to emasculate you, right? And yeah, just be- for the viewers, Charlize Theron adopted a, a child from Africa mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure entirely on his own, this boy declared himself to be a little girl, right? So, so yeah. now it's now it's Shirley's daughter, and 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 uh, this child is dressed in a a dress, and I have no doubt whatsoever that the child just 100% came up with this on her own without any coaching oh. whatsoever. You know, from I mean, look, if it's a normal kid, if you adopt a normal kid, how are people going to know how good you are? You yeah, know? exactly, man. Now, and Megan is like, yeah, I'll I'll take you up on that, and, and it's like you make it makes you wonder where the black women stepping up and say, hey. You know what? We got a shortage of men, of fathers. You know, we we need fathers because that's a big narrative, right? We need fathers. It's, it's really husbands that you need, but fathers. And you're going to take this kid, this black kid, and you're going to emasculate him when we need men, right? Mm-hmm. So this woman is going to do that. Madonna's doing that to her kids. And it's like, like I said, it's it's slavery alive and well. This kid is a slave to uphold this woman's image, to make herself look virtu- uh, uh, virtuous. And she she's is going- a sacrifice. Yeah, she's made, she's made, she's sacrificed his manhood, right? Yeah. She's sac- and, and, and those, those kind of things, they, they, they should not stand. And, um, so I'm just, I'm just looking at these people and I'm, and I'm, I'm it's funny that these people want to try to accuse like people like me, people like you as being racist or, 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 white or violent or, or, yeah. or, you know, yeah. And I'm like death, death loving, you know, Nazis. Yeah. It's like projection much you know mm-hmm. and so uh that's you know like i said but that's the cult they have control you know of the culture and able to and how are they able to, to i mean what they're doing is straight up evil bill it's evil right satanic dang it it's satanic but when they're able to make republicans out to be as evil then it doesn't matter what they do and i'll remind folks the strategy of slander is very effective. That's what the devil's name means. His name means the slanderer, the accuser. So, and they use, and they are of their father, the devil, and the sins of their father, they will do. And they use it to the hilt. And there's a way to combat that. And, uh, you know, I hope folks will take me up on my offer and come check out my audiobook, A Solid Right Cross. You can listen to it for free on my website, baby. Ain't no excuse to not check it out. So, folks... There's, there's, there's a little bit of artillery for you, some culture war coaching for you. So, <laughs> for, <laughs> so for Bill Whittle, I'm Alfonso Rachel. This is the Virtue Signal. Hope you guys share and visit BillWhittle.com.